Hi, I'm Vanessa Morris, and I'm a proud Yorta Yorta, Jajarong, and Wiradjuri woman, and this is the podcast of Triple R's Banksia, a weekly show celebrating First Nations music, arts, and culture. Banksia is broadcast live on Triple R from Wurundjeri country every Monday from midday to 1pm. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website. I would of course like to take a moment to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the first peoples of the land in which I am joining you from and pay my respects to elders past, present, emerging and future. I would also like to acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening into this program right now. Sovereignty has never ceded and it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Today I'm going to be joined by a couple of special guests and first up I'll be having a conversation with Nina Fitzgerald who's the founder of Laundry Gallery, a multidisciplinary creative hub located in Darwin in the NT and they represent modern iterations of Indigenous art and cultures and provide an accessible pathway for age-old songlines to coexist within the modern world and they are currently having a pop-up space in Fitzroy on Johnson Street with House of Darwin until the end of November and I got along to it over the weekend. It's such a beautiful space. I'm really looking forward to speaking more about that in a few moments. And Nina also does work through Going North, a Darwin-based creative collective that brings together like-minded partners, including Bolster Group, House of Darwin and Nina Fitzgerald Creative. And they work with a range of clients to deliver culture forward projects in the NT. So if we have a bit more time, hoping to chat about that as well and in the second half of the show, I'll be having a chat with Layla Guruiwi of Agency Projects to talk all about Uplands, which is a new platform from Agency, and it partners with over 20 remote Indigenous art centres to deliver a landmark digital project that empowers Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander artists to create and share unique arts and cultural experiences with the world, and it is a world-first, immersive and interactive map online that brings together digital twins of these remote and regional art centres with over 150 artists that are presented through it and it came out or was launched on the 20th of October so it's been live for a little while but I'm really excited to learn more about it and hear more about what's to come from it. Triple R on FM, digital, online and via the app. I'm now super excited to be joined on the air by a special guest, and that is Nina Fitzgerald, who is the founder of Laundry Gallery, a multidisciplinary creative hub located in Darwin, NT. And they also currently have a pop-up space in Fitzroy on Johnson Street with House of Darwin until the end of November, which we're here to talk all about. It's such an amazing space. I was lucky to get to it over the weekend and yeah, really excited to talk more about it with Nina right now. Firstly, Nina, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Welcome to Banksia. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's so great to have you here. And as I was mentioning, so you have a pop-up space currently in Fitzroy and that opened a few days ago and it's with House of Darwin and it's such an amazing space. Um, Yeah, how does it feel to have that one open and sharing it with people? It's so exciting. Um, Both brands are from Darwin and from Mm. the Territory. Um, So it's so exciting for us to get down here um, and share what we're doing up there with 
Melbourne. It's such an amazing space and yeah, I got to it on Saturday and I just really loved it. I've been following Laundry Gallery for a while now and yeah, seeing the work that you do through that and then also House of Darwin and having that based here in Nam temporarily is so amazing. Um, yeah, how did that, I guess, kind of come about? Just out of an interest to keep sharing the work that we're doing. I mean, we're both working with various communities from across the Northern Territory, particularly in the top end. Brands are founded by people that are, you know, we're from Darwin. Mm -hmm. We're born and raised Territorians. And Mm -hmm. so I think just, it's just this mutual interest in wanting to continually share our worlds from up there it's so different to down here and yeah that was that's the main reason coming down here yeah it's a really amazing space and you're seeing different art or jewelry or the netted bags and different bits and pieces that are currently on display in this pop-up space yeah stuff that we maybe not necessarily have access to down this way which is quite special about this space popping up so um I guess installation pieces from Alchemy Orange as well, which is a locally NAM-based floral business that I have had on Bangs here a little while ago. Yeah, it's just such a beautiful space. Yeah, I guess in terms of conceptualising it, or is this kind of the first little pop-up for Laundry Gallery outside of Darwin? Yeah, this is the first pop-up we've done. We're only just over a year old. So we were mm-hmm. born last year in August, we launched. We're pretty new, but I think, mm. you know, as you said, it's all these things that people may not have as much access to down here Mm. it's not to say this stuff's never down here but Mm -hmm. you know I guess not as much access and I think one of our main aims is being an accessible space so if we can you know within Darwin we can then bring that accessibility further afield down here Mm -hmm. that's hitting off one of our main aims as a business Um, Mm. it's all about storytelling and sharing the stories of the artists and the art centers and the remote communities that we work with And the reality is that so many people, especially down here, are never going to get to those remote communities. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing. It's just that's the reality. So Mm -hmm. if we can share that world and that space, the creative ingenuity that comes out of remote communities right across the top end, that's so exciting if we can bring that to a wider audience and Mm -hmm. share those stories down here. Yeah, super exciting to yeah be sharing those stories and the works from these artists that are based in remote communities that people may not necessarily ever get to them um, just purely because they are remote and regional as well. But yeah, with the work of Laundry Gallery and you were mentioning how you started that in August last year, so it's just a bit over a year old and it's also based in an old laundromat in Darwin. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I... Yeah, I'm born and raised in Darwin and when I was a kid it was a working, you know, I grew up just around the corner and it's mm-hmm. a working laundromat. So it was in, it's in this, you know, beautiful like 70s art deco building that withstood Cyclone Tracy. But, you know, for the past a good six years it was just unused, boarded up. It's in the corner of the building so it's like windows on both sides mm-hmm. and beautiful light streaming in. And every Saturday there's a market in the same kind of precinct. So oh, it's yeah. our, you know, the Parat markets, which are really well known in Darwin. So it was just a space that I like grew up being in and around, um, lived away, came back. It's this beautiful space. And it's like, how can we, you know, bring this back to life? And our tagline is old stories, new spin, because, you know, we're working with artists who, you know, they are a lot of their stuff or most of their stuff, all of their stuff is based on their cultures and their age old connections to their country and their land and, but there's so much contemporization in that space. So we're really trying to highlight that this new flair that artists are bringing to 
their culture and their traditions, which is really exciting. Yeah, really exciting. And yeah, since starting um, Laundry just over a year ago and yeah, seeing this pop up, it kind of feels like it's, a, I guess, an organisation that will just kind of keep evolving and growing as well over time. We hope so. Yeah. I'm glad you think that. Um, the space, like in our space kind of emanates that as well. Like we mm-hmm. have this main wall that runs around the gallery. We change it often. Like we repaint the colour. So we've had, you know, four different colours in the last year. We wrap it in like vinyl photography and oh, just yeah. cover it. So like every month or couple of months we get people coming in purely because they're just like, it's so different again. Like the mm-hmm. whole space has changed. And that's what we want to do. Like it, it ties into this idea of like continually sharing these stories, making them accessible showing how exciting they are, showing the beauty and the joy that comes out of remote communities and just Indigenous Australia more broadly. You know, I think there's still such a lack of knowledge in Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, look to the referendum, which we just had. Mm. There's so much lack of knowledge and misinformation Mm. that's still flying around this country, which is awful. If we can be an exciting and fun space that's ever-evolving and keeping up with that resilience and that evolution of Aboriginal arts and cultures, like that is just so much fun and there's so much that there's so many more ideas we have that we want to keep bringing so yeah I think we will keep evolving and keep changing and it's really nice that people notice that and that's what's drawing people in it's not to say that Aboriginal arts and cultures aren't promoted and marketed and showcased in so many interesting ways right across Mm -hmm. the country but I do think there is a space for and you know our gallery kind of proves that this like really fun and vibrant and contemporary way of showcasing these stories and these places Mm. Um, and it's showing with the level of interest we're getting with you know the different things we're doing out of the space. Yeah entering that pop-up space in Johnson Street in Fitzroy and seeing the wall one of the walls that has like a big photograph essentially on the wall with the cockatoo like little sculptures on it and then yeah just kind of the way everything's presented in there it's quite fun and vibrant and such a beautiful space and really exciting to see that and exciting to see what might happen in that space over the coming weeks. Can you tell us a bit about maybe what we can expect or whether people should just stay tuned to hear more about it? Yeah, well, we're in there for a whole month. So we're Mm. in there until the end of November, which is super exciting. So as you said earlier, we're sharing the space with House of Darwin, who bring incredible storytelling and apparel that celebrates the Northern Territory through amazing graphics and sort of some really kind of nostalgic and graphic designs. You said, you know, it's like the big photo, like Mm -hmm. our bags are hanging in a really interesting installation, which I don't, you don't really go into spaces and those types of bags are hung in that way usually so you know you kind of walk in there and see this vibrance which I mean for us that's our world that's in the territory like that's all up there and that's how it exists so I think it like it gets people excited about these stories and these places and then over the course of the month there's going to be like different stuff dropping from House of Darwin and they're mm-hmm. like various collections they just launched an incredible collection at Melbourne Fashion Festival last week Melbourne Fashion Week mm-hmm. and um you know, that's in there as a sample. It's launching early next year and will be for sale, but it's launched as a sample. So it's a really great opportunity to come and see that stuff. We're then launching an exhibition on the 9th of November. So we've been doing a bit of work with some artists from Groot Island who are in um, the Gulf of Carpentaria mm-hmm. in East Arnhem Land. This mm-hmm. beautiful archipelago, incredible artists. And they've recently launched a 
contemporary weaponry revitalization project where some of the young guys are working with some of the older men to kind of learn about traditional weaponry practices, you know, spear making, fighting sticks. But, you know, those things are also used in traditional dances and cultural practices in that way. But the young men have, in revisiting these stories have brought them back to life with bright colours. So we've got this insane series of spears that are based on and taking from traditional spear making, but they're painted in like bright blues, bright purples, mm-hmm. bright orange, bright green. I've never seen anything like it. It's one of the coolest shows I've ever worked on. And so we're bringing that to the pop-up, which is so exciting. So that's launching on the 9th of November and then you know, after that, the space is going to look different again because mm. this exhibition will take up the pre- predominantly the front space. Yeah, that's really exciting um, yeah, to see this space just change over the coming weeks and this exhibition opening on the 9th of November. Sounds so fun, especially with the bright and bold colours of the painted spears and, yeah, really excited about that. You also do work through Going North as well. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so Going North is a creative agency. We launched when nearly at two years old. And going with this theme of the Northern Territory more broadly, Going North is a way to bring fresh thinking to the Northern Territory. It's the coming together of myself, Sean Edwards, who's House of Darwin, and James mm-hmm. Clark, who's from down here and has a bigger agency group called Bolster. And we're all about pushing the boundaries and bringing fresh ideas to the Northern Territory. Like, it's such a nuanced area. It's so different to the rest of the states of Australia And the stories are so interesting. And the more you kind of scratch the surface, the more interesting it becomes. So as Shawnee and I are both from the Territory, from Darwin, and we love it up there, we're looking to deliver culture and community-focused campaigns Mm -hmm. that really celebrate the place. So, so far, we do a bit of work with Tourism NT and, you know, some of the major events companies that exist on the ground. But in the last sort of six months, we've worked with Nike, which was incredible on a larger project. Yeah, and we worked with... Square, like the Square Readers Afterpay. So we're starting to like branch out and pull some bigger brands that are not based up there back into our world, which is so exciting. Our work looks out and it's starting to come back. Like, you know, we're pushing our stories out, but also bringing people in. There's a lot of interest from a lot of various brands right across all different industries to the Northern Territory. So it's really exciting that we can work in that space. Yeah, it sounds really exciting and it sounds like you're quite busy working through Laundry Gallery and also, yeah, going north. Is there anything else that you're working on that you can tell us about while you're here? Oh, there's a whole bunch of things. I also mm. personally worked on an installation that's standing outside the State Library. Yeah, Melbourne Fashion Week do these fashion capsules and they kind of pop up around the city. I think there's a bunch of the Green Vic markets. But yeah, this one's sitting outside the State Library and it's this vibrant, crazy bright world of this art centre called Urenger Altia in Alice Springs. I've, you know, worked with those artists who I've worked with for a long time and curated a kind of hang of like some of the hand-painted clothing they do. I worked with them on a series of hand-painted hats, which will be available soon and they're in there and a bunch of their art and just, yeah, if you're wandering past, have a look at that because it's really fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. Nina, it's been so amazing to have a chat with you today and I'll put up more information and links to everything on the Triple R website. Definitely stay tuned to Laundry Gallery for other things coming up as well. Yeah, jump on our Instagram. We'll keep Mm. updating what's happening in the space and what we're working on and all the fun things. And so 
come by the pop-up. We're there for a month. It's an epic space. And also the next time you're in Darwin, come by the gallery. I definitely can't wait to come by the gallery in Darwin. I just, I remember coming across it on Instagram when it opened and just thinking it looks so amazing. So definitely get down to Laundry Gallery up there. Such a beautiful space from the looks of things. And obviously the pop-up in um, as well for those in town. But yeah, thank you so much for joining me today, Nina. It's been so amazing to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me and hopefully see you in the space again while we're there. Definitely. Thanks so much. You're listening to a Triple R podcast. Discover more podcasts from Triple R exploring science, technology, food, books, social issues, politics and more. To listen, hit up the Triple R website or your favourite podcast platform. Bye. Namri I just played a few welcome words there from a new platform from agency projects called Uplands, to which I'm now super excited to be joined by Leila Gurawiwi of Agency Projects to talk all about Uplands, which is a project that partners with remote Indigenous art centres to deliver a landmark digital project that empowers Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander artists to create and share unique arts and cultural experiences with the world. Firstly, Leila, thank you so much for for joining me today to talk all about Uplands. Welcome to Banksia. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's so great to have you here. And I've spoken to you a little while back about some work from agency and agency mm-hmm. projects do a bunch of really amazing work with remote Indigenous communities, including this new platform, Uplands, which launched on the 20th of October. So it's been live now for a bit over a week now. Um, yeah, How does it feel to have this platform out there and sharing it with people? Yeah, so we're lucky enough to launch uh, at the Tanapi Festival over in South Australia, uh, which was really amazing. Unfortunately, Mm. I wasn't able to go, but uh, some of my other colleagues from agency went over for it and they said that um, it was amazing and lots of people came to the stall to have a look at the uplands, you know, the space and the online kind of component of it. And um, they got lots of really good kind of reviews back, which is really exciting. I myself been kind of exploring you know the website as well and you know listening in to all of the different stories and you can definitely you know kind of get lost in you know listening to all of the artist stories and all Mm -hmm. the different connections that are in the space so it is a a wonderful platform and we're looking to in the future create a curriculum that sits alongside the platform as well because we know that it's a really important kind of space where a lot of teachers are a bit wary of tackling uh, Indigenous art or First Nations art because, you know, they don't want to, you know, offend in any way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so this will end up being a great resource um, in that education space as well. Yeah, that's really exciting that it's something that will lend itself to education and supporting teachers in maybe themselves learning about Indigenous art, but then also teaching people about it as well, which is quite special about this platform and with this project. So agency worked with over 20 APY centres? 
Yeah, so we worked with over 20 remote Indigenous art centres and then also over 150 Indigenous artists and art workers were Mm. also interviewed either on film. So Mm. they, you know, the video catalogue, when you go into their particular art centre, you'll be able to see a bit of a story um, and video of them or just interviews with, you know, their kind of written bio and story and history as well. So Mm. there's two kind of concepts of that, but across country, so Mm. across lots of respected countries, Mm -hmm. as you you can see on the online map currently there's quite a few um, kind of in the northern part of Australia because of those connections that we already currently have through agency mm-hmm. projects up in you know northern parts of Australia and art centres up there but we do have one that is local to Victoria so oh, yeah. um, we've been working closely with Kyala Arts oh, yeah. up in Shepparton so we did um, a bit of a mapping of their art centre and some interviews and, and all those sort of things which is really great and the wonderful thing about uh, a platform like our plans is first and foremost you know people aren't always lucky enough to be able to go to these amazing places and spaces and meet the artists and learn their stories so um, it's a great way for people to kind of get you know a first person view into the space and Mm -hmm. they can actually move around the art center and click on you know different artist stories or different um, things within the art center you can also get connected to the online doors for the majority of the art centers through the uplands and the wonderful thing about it as well from the other side is we're able to share these amazing stories that all these artists have and all of them have been collected and collated on country you know, with the artists being comfortable either on their own country or in a space that's familiar to them. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been able to get the best out of all of the artists that we've been able to interview up to now. And, you know, we've created new connections, you know, up in Queensland. So hopefully we'll be able to go up there and, you know, do some mapping of art centres up in, you know, far north Queensland. I'm originally from Bendigo. Um, so, you know, maybe um, go back to my stomping ground and do some mapping of the amazing First Nations space that they have uh, in Bendigo now recently. So there's lots of opportunities for our plans to grow further than the 20 current Indigenous art centres that we have. But I um, implore everyone to just go on the platform and, you know, have a little look around and explore the spaces because they are all quite beautiful and unique. Mm -hmm. You know, each art centre is very different to the last, Mm but um, the most important thing about art centres is people kind of just think about them as art centres, but really they are quite the hub of mm. spaces within community. They mm-hmm. are a community hub and they're a place where there is a preservation of cultural law mm-hmm. through art, but it's also about intergenerational learning as well. Because, you know, sometimes you have nanas or granddads being in that space creating these amazing pieces and you know their grandchildren coming along and learning how to harvest those things or create those things and then keep that tradition going moving forward as Mm -hmm. well so art centers are an important integral part of community and it's not just from a monetary perspective Mm -hmm. or you know a commercial perspective or in Mm -hmm. that as well so we wanted to kind of really highlight that, the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, those artists are, are very much a hub within the community, connecting everyone to each other within the community. 
It sounds like you're quite an important project and you're like how you're saying um, you're with art centres, they're quite often these yeah, community hubs that people can come together and yeah, practice art but then also probably connect with each other as well. With this platform, so Uplands, you're working with the 20 uh, regional and remote community art centres but then also yeah, hearing the voices of over 150 artists but it's going to continue to grow as well which is really exciting. So it's already a big project but you're yeah, really exciting to see this resource continue to grow and provide access to these different art centres across the country. Such an amazing project and also it's a world first as well in terms of this immersive and interactive map that brings together these digital twins essentially of the art centres. Yeah, how does it feel the agency in developing this project which is a world first? I think just generally we tend to think in a certain degree about things and I think we all have to kind of keep in mind that you know we live in a very technological world now Mm -hmm. and there's VR and AR you know Mm -hmm. virtual reality and augmented reality and all these wonderful things um, that we can tap into Mm -hmm. and you know an agency we kind of understood that and thought well you know how can we create this immersive experience you know how can we bring people into those places and spaces because we as agency project we have the opportunity and the privilege to be able to go into these art centers and create those connections through our own work and our own Mm -hmm. job because we do work in the art sector we do work very closely with lots of these art centers so you know by creating our plans it allows primary school kids and secondary school kids who are interested in art um, or even you know adults who are interested to then be able to go in and explore those spaces and places and Mm -hmm. meet those artists again in their comfortable place on country and I think just taking on opportunities in spaces like online spaces and VR and AR and things like that it's just another way of connecting people as Mm -hmm. well and for me personally living off country having your socials like even though sometimes it's a bit annoying having socials and you think I don't want to be on social media anymore but knowing that that's how I connect to family. I 